This is Jim Wallace. DACA. D-A-C-A. You're going to hear that word a lot in the news in the weeks ahead. What it means is deferred action for childhood arrivals. It's an immigration debate. It's about all the young kids who came with their parents to this country when they were just kids. Now they're young people in this country. They have jobs. They're starting businesses. They've, they've been in the military. And right now there's a program for them, a two-year renewable program that defers their deportation from this country and makes them eligible for work. President Donald Trump has ended that program. And he says Congress should decide. If Congress does nothing, by next March, 800,000 young Americans will be deported back to countries that many of them have never been to. We call them the dreamers. You've probably heard that word. Dreamers who dream of being part of this country, who have dreams for their lives, their futures, their families. Listen to this. When a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native-born. Love them as yourself. That comes from Leviticus, very famous book known for very hot topics. (laughs) Leviticus, treat the foreigner as yourself. Jesus, in the 25th chapter of Matthew, says, the way you treat the stranger, which means in the Bible, the immigrant, the refugee, is the way you treat me. Uh, Jesus says, I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. And those he calls his children. Then he goes on to say, I was a stranger, and you didn't welcome me. And those he says, depart from me. You're not my people. You're not my children. The biblical word ger, G-E-R, for strangers or foreigners in our midst occurs almost 100 times in the Hebrew scriptures with a consistent instruction to protect them. We are commanded to love God, our neighbor, and the stranger. And the Bible keeps saying that our neighbor, loving our neighbor, includes the stranger, someone who's different than we are living in our midst. In Los Angeles, uh, a pastor, Pastor Noe Carrios, uh, who's been a Pentecostal minister for 27 years. Now, Pentecostal is those who love to preach, preach the gospel, and they talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit. Lots of energy in Pentecostal churches. They are evangelical ministers who preach about the Spirit of God and what that means in our lives and in the world. He's a serious Pentecostal. Uh, Pastor Noe is undocumented, but his wife is an American citizen, and therefore his children are American citizens. So with a citizen wife and kids, he's an undocumented father, husband, and pastor. Pastor Noe checked in with ICE, the enforcement agency, as he does every year, to say where he is, what he's doing, no laws broken, everything's fine. This time they detained him to deport him from his wife and kids, his family, his community, and his church because of the new policy from Donald Trump and this administration. Deporting people even who haven't broken the law except being undocumented. 
So a whole lot of young people in Los Angeles who call themselves the Matthew 25 Los Angeles movement decide to organize. The detention of Pastor Noe filled these young people with the Spirit, their energy, their, their determination to free him. And so they went to the streets, mobilizing and pulling people together across religious and racial lines and some who aren't religious at all, but thought this was a moral issue that had to be confronted. So they pulled a lot of people together. They had rallies and press conferences and had seminary presidents going to see ICE and heads of churches saying, you can't do this. Bishops and pastors and megachurch pastors and theologians got involved to say, this is a religious issue. This isn't just a political issue, and we're not going to let it go away. We're not going to let you get away with detaining Pastor Noe from his family and from his church. And so they drew attention to him. They got CNN to do a whole story about this guy and his life and his mission and his kids. And so they brought his face, his life, his his mission uh, into the public square. People got to know who he was and say, what are they doing deporting this man who is a pastor and a husband and a father, a leader in the community who's broken no laws except being undocumented coming many, many years ago himself as a young person. Pastor Noe got free because of these kids. These young people defeated ICE, defeated Homeland Security, defeated Donald Trump, who wanted to detain and deport Pastor Noe. Matthew 25 is a text, a biblical text, not a political statement. And that text mobilized people of faith and others in Los Angeles and got Pastor Noe freed, who's now home with his wife and his kids, and preached on Sunday in his church. The Bible doesn't ever lead to a particular bill in Congress, but it leads to a moral perspective. How do we decide things? What are our values, our moral choices? This isn't just a political issue now. It's not a legal issue. This is a faith issue. We need a bipartisan commitment to a compassionate and reasonable and sensible immigration policy. Read the Bible. How we treat the stranger in our midst is a test of a society. It's a moral test. It's a spiritual issue. It's something that really goes deeper than just our political debate. So let's come together on this. Uh, Let's do what the Bible tells us to do. Let's do what our conscience would tell us to do with people who just came when they were kids with their parents and who have made already great contributions here. They're part of us, and we are part of them. As you've done to those who are strangers, says Jesus, you've done to me. I'm Jim Wallace. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.